Tonight, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. He came into this world through humble circumstances. During this time of his birth, the Roman Empire was considered one of the greatest civilizations in history. It was in control and dominated the Mediterranean world. Under their rule, a myth had circulated that Caesar was the divine harbinger of peace and salvation for the world. And yet, Israel was living under the tyranny of Roman rule and extreme taxation, causing them to yearn for deliverance. After much turmoil and civil war within Israel, the Romans invaded and conquered Jerusalem about 63 BC. Julius Caesar and his Senate installed Herod as king at that time. It was under Herod's rule that taxes, tithes, and sacrifices were imposed over the people of Galilee, Samaria, and Judea, leaving the majority of the people in poverty. This background leads us to hear the account of the Christmas story from Luke's Gospel in chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. Therefore, during those days, Caesar Augustus made an order through the land that the census should be taken. So everyone went to their hometown to register for the census. At that time, Joseph was living in Nazareth in Galilee. He went to Judea to a town called Bethlehem, which was known as the town of David. The reason he went there was based on a couple of things. First, Bethlehem was Joseph's hometown. And second, Bethlehem is known as the town of David. Joseph's family tree went all the way back to King David. Now Mary, who was pregnant and betrothed to be married to Joseph, was there with him in Bethlehem. While they were there, it came time for her to give birth to that baby. She gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him up in cloths, placed him in a feeding trough because there was no room for them in the inn. Outside of town in a field, some shepherds were tending their sheep and watching them overnight. An angel of the Lord appeared, and the glory of the Lord surrounded them, and they were afraid. The angel spoke to them and said, Do not be afraid. And he shared with them the good news about the birth of Jesus, the Savior, who was the Messiah, the Lord. The angel told them that this was for everyone in the world to know, and this would be a sign. They would find the baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. Then suddenly... The sky was full of light and glory with many angels singing. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom he has favor. When the angels left, the shepherds went to Bethlehem to see what the angels had described to them. They found Joseph and Mary along with the baby exactly where the angels said. When they saw the child, they left there and spread the word of what they had seen and heard, and everyone was amazed at what they shared with them. Then the shepherds returned to the fields, praising and glorifying God for all they had seen and experienced. It was exactly as they had been told. How does this story about the birth of Jesus apply to us today? I want to share three things with you that we can learn from this scripture. The first one is this. Don't be afraid. Isaiah 41.13 says, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. The shepherds weren't expecting anything to disturb their usual routine. 
Imagine the astonishment and fear at the appearance of such a holy being there on that dark night. But the angel's greeting was meant to both reassure and get them excited. In Luke 2, verse 10, we read, But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Don't you find the shepherds inspiring in the way they handled this incredible appearance of angels, the sights and sounds that they saw that night? Remember that running, they listened to the angels, and they began to think about what they had heard and the meaning of it all. These shepherds needed some good news, possibly. Maybe they were caught up in their routine. Maybe their faith had been relaxed a bit and they had become complacent. In the bleak of an eye, God sent his angels to give them a jolt to remind them he was glorious and his plan was to save the world and it would be accomplished. Are you discouraged with the news today? Are you struggling with the world spinning out of control? Don't be afraid. I have good news for you. Jesus is going to return for his church. And that was the whole purpose of his birth, life, death, and resurrection. He took on the sins of the world so he could make a way for us to find forgiveness of our sins and to live with him forever in heaven. The Bible says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You see, Jesus loves us and he wants us to have a relationship with him. He wants us to live this life preparing as if he were coming back today, but also knowing that he may not return for a long time. For this reason, we celebrate. In our scripture, the angels were singing glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill to all. This leads us to the second point, glory to God in the highest. Christmas is meant to be a celebration of our Savior's birth. However, we get busy, we make plans for the holidays, and we even had our routines before COVID. Do you think COVID could have been one of those jolting moments God has used to wake us up and to remind us that we have a reason to celebrate during this Christmas season? We as believers can take time to experience and recognize this incredible gift God has given us, the birth of Jesus. Maybe in this post-COVID world, we can rejuvenate our faith and let go of our routines and the plans of the past and just allow God to fill us with a new vision. Maybe we could take this time and opportunity to respond with the same obedience as the shepherds and recognize the glory of God. We can worship Him as the angels did at His birth. Can you imagine the joy the shepherds experienced that night? We can experience that same joy too as we worship together, not just tonight, but all the time as we enter into his courts with praise and thanksgiving and start each day. Can you imagine how powerful our testimonies will be by developing these new routines and build our faith and love for Jesus? This leads us to the final point for tonight. They spread the word. Did you notice in the story from Luke the shepherds did something with what they heard and saw. When they left Jesus, they spread the word. Just before Jesus ascended to heaven after being resurrected, he left these instructions for all of us from Matthew 28, 18 through 20. 
Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. That's known as the Great Commission, and the last command of Christ should be the first concern of the church. And he said, And surely I am with you always till the very end of the age. The shepherds spread the word. The disciples spread the word. Our vision at Woodlawn is to make transformed followers of Jesus by spreading the word. So, let's spread the word. Jesus made a way for us to come home to be with him at Christmas by becoming a baby born in a manger. He lived his life according to the call placed on him by his heavenly Father. And as the Lamb of God, he was put to death by hanging on a cross. On the third day, he rose to life, defeating death for the redemption for us all. He made a way to the Father by being the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. He is the only Savior of our world. Jesus made a way for us to come home to be with him at Christmas, and the presence of the Holy Spirit will actually settle in our hearts and make his home there. When we invite Jesus, he lives in our hearts. If you haven't invited Jesus into your heart, you can do that tonight by just simply saying a prayer with me. You can invite him into your heart and he will live there. And then you can let us know that you've made this decision so that we can help you grow in your faith. You can come home to him this Christmas. Just join me in prayer. Let's bow our heads together. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and I invite you to come into my heart and live. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, it's real. It's something that you can count on because all God says is that we just need to believe and we need to confess. And if we do that, we can be saved. If you did that, please let me know so that I might celebrate with you. Merry Christmas.